Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. See how this ends. Probably the way that it's all ended previously, but no runs and heartbreak for everyone that bets. That's tough. Like me and yeah. Ken. And maybe you. There's no fun. Uh, especially for, next a, especially for a team show. with a lot of postseason success. Especially for a team that's won as much as the Twins. Just like really sad to see it end this way. You know, so. It's good. So it's just, you know, Hunter Brown's in. Tyler's mortal enemy. Cost him a fantasy baseball championship. Tyler insisted in our show chat that Hunter Brown will hashtag implode. Oh, oh, base, base. Oh, we're going to have bases loaded with one. Oh, Twins <laughs> Correa comes around to score. We're life. A little life. Okay. Is it? All right. Is that what it is? That's yeah. well. That's well, better than not scoring. Uh, the games we bet already bet for week six in the NFL coming up to close the show, as well as all our bets for tonight with the Rangers and the Orioles game three in Major League Baseball. But joining us right now, be, rapidly becoming one of our favorite guests here on You Better You Bet. And we get the, the pleasure of seeing him right now on video. So it's great to have him on video. It's our good friend Jason Sobel, who does an awesome job. Now one of our teammates at SiriusXM, SiriusXM PGA Tour Radio. Great work for our friends over at TheActionNetwork.com and the app. And he is on Twitter at Jason Sobel, T-A-N. And he's looking resplendent in like a, like a light pink polo shirt. He's looking great. Jason, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? What's up, boys? I call it salmon, first of all. This would be a salmon uh, from the salmon. Uh, uh, it's not salmon. Okay, it's too light to be salmon. Too to be salmon? I don't know. Okay. Too light. You know what, then? You guys look a lot better when I'm only on the phone. I don't have to look at you. So right. how about that? Perfect. Right. How about that? You're right. Want to call my shirt again? Yeah, that's right. Just turn off my camera right yeah, now. Right. You guys have 12 exactly. minutes to go. Yeah, I'll uh, pick up the phone and do this on audio now. Exactly. Uh, Jason, we uh, I, we were talking to you off air. I know you said you had a lot of bets that you hit last week. Maybe didn't have the winner. I, I missed a bunch of bets but had the winner, so we were kind of like the the, the inverse of each other. What are we, yeah. what are we kind of looking at this week? Is it – we had you on last week. We asked you about – uh, about the God, what was the name of the tournament? Sanderson Farms last week, and yes. like oh, you had the like winner. Yes, you remember prices. the tournament name, right? Yes, yeah, so hashtag swing season. Uh, hashtag the FedEx Cup fall. Uh, the yeah. uh, the Sanderson Farms long shot prices, crazy things could happen. You know, all, if all the golfers aren't very good, then something really wacky could happen. Does this tournament, the Shriners, does it generally play out the same way? Because it's it's usually in the fall, also, right? Uh, for the most part. Now, we've seen some of the bigger names here over the last few years. Patrick Cantley cleans up at this place. Hat or no hat, Patrick Cantley has had a win and three runner-up finishes, I think, in the last five or six years. He's not there this week. He's maybe taking an extended honeymoon, maybe trying to find a hat that fits for, for whatever reason. He is not there. Sunjay M has played really well here one, two years ago. He's not back. Bryson DeChambeau, he's playing over in Jeddah on Live Golf this week. He is not there, not getting any world ranking points either, speaking of what's in the news on golf. So, uh, yes, to an extent, 
we have seen some of the bigger name players clean up at this event against some inferior fields. We don't quite have it this week for those who are just kind of wading in on a Tuesday afternoon and haven't quite looked at what the odds board is like right now. Tom Kim, your defending champion, he is at the top of the board. Looks like right around the same number as Ludwig Ober. I actually thought Ober would be the favorite here. Guys, I don't know if you've watched him play. He makes golf look easy. I mean, there's nobody else. Scotty Scheffler makes the game look impossible because you couldn't do what he does with his footwork and you couldn't become the number one player in the world missing as many five-footers as he does. John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, you watch them play, you're like, I can't do that. I try to play golf. I can't do anything like what he does. You watch Ludwig Obert play, and he's playing now. He went Ryder Cup, where he was on the winning team and played really well, to Sanderson Farms last week, where he got into a playoff. Now going to Vegas, 23 years old, not a care in the world. The guy just hits it 335 straight down the fairway, and you kind of watch him and you go, why, why doesn't everybody just do that? That looks really easy. Why don't you just hit it like long and straight, hit one close to the hole, and then hit it in with your putter? I mean, what an easy game it looks like when he's playing. And so I was a little surprised that he's, quote-unquote, only the co-favorite this week, but uh, got to watch out for him. And after them, uh, you've got some decent names up there of guys who should uh, probably be on track to win a PGA Tour event at some point. Yeah, so it's Kim, Bear, Cam Davis, Siwoo Kim, Adam Shank, JT Post, and Eric Hall, JJ Spawn, and um, Spawn, Spawn, and, and some others here at the Osborne at the Shriners. Uh, Jason, uh, give us some of the, the names on your outright card coming up this week. First click for me this week was Adam Shank. He opened at 40, and I think in just about every book, that has shortened up mightily over the last 24 to 36 hours. But this is a guy who's got six top seven finishes in the last 11 starts, including a pair of runner-up finishes, one at the Valspar, the other, other one at Colonial, two completely different golf courses, shows that he can play well in different types of settings. But one setting where he always plays well is this one, Las Vegas. Five finishes of 27th or better in his last six starts at this event. It's all coming together. That's what we're looking for, that nice little cross-section of history and form. He's got all of it going on right now. And so Adam Shank was an easy first click. Like I said, opened at 40. You'll find him somewhere between 30 and 35 right now, but I still think that's a pretty good number on him. So Jason, uh, Adam Shank, the first golfer that you, your first click when you open up the odds board. I, I have to ask though, because that was a, a totally accurate and almost like inspiring answer on Ludwig Ober of just like, have you guys watched this guy? He's unbelievable. Uh, thought he'd be the favorite and he's not. Tom Kim and him are kind of two short prices. Almost won last week. Why, why not bet him? Like he seems like he's due to win an event pretty soon. I know. I, I think price will be part of the answer, but just for people yeah. who heard that answer, like I, I look at the other names on the board, like none of those guys are like that. None of those guys have those same accolades, that same pedigree that you're kind of putting on them. So why, why not bet over this week? Look, I'm going to overthink this, and you're right. You, probably it's one. It could very well be one of those weeks where we look at a guy near the top of the board and go, "He's really good. Why don't we take all our money that we're going to spread across the board and put on other players and throw it all on that guy because he's better than everybody and he's going to win." I mean, sometimes it's the Occam's razor play. I like to say the easy, the simplest solution is often the most correct solution, and uh, we get that a lot in golf. And so that could certainly be the case. The numbers, again, it's it's not too short. It's probably what it should be, but uh, it is still short in this marketplace. And again, you're talking about a guy who played the Ryder Cup, a lot of mental, physical, emotional energy uh, output at that one, went straight from 
Rome to Jackson, Mississippi. Got into a playoff last week. This guy just might be a robot, though. And, and so I've been asked the question already this week, you know, hey, do you, do you have some worries about Obear being tired, being kind of out of it and not ready to go play? I'm like, no, I, I'm not sure he's human. So, no, I'm not really worried about anything. I think he powers down for probably 15 minutes in the middle of every night just for maintenance and then gets up and hits the ball 335 down the fairway again. So, uh, no, you're right about that, Ken. I, uh, you know, I may be overthinking everything going, ah, you know, Adam Shank's pretty good. And then by the end of the week on Sunday evening, you're like, no, Ludwig Olbert is 10 times better than everybody else here. You should have just put all your money on him. So I, it's, it's not a terrible idea. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken on a terrific Tuesday. We're talking the Shriners coming up in golf this week with our pal Jason Sobel from Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio and the Action Network. Jason's on Twitter at Jason Sobel, T-A-N. Jason comes on with us a lot. He supports us, support him. He's got huge betting previews for every single golf event, including this one over at the Action Network, actionnetwork.com. Um, so, Jason, you said the first click for you, the easiest click, was Adam Shank in the outright market this week. Who are some other guys that you like here on your outright card to potentially win this tournament and uh, cash a big price? I've also got Adam Hadwin, and I have some reservations about him a little as well. He has not played a competitive event since the BMW Championship in the middle of August, so we're going on two full months without playing. But I know he's been working on his game, and he's played really well here in the past. Four top tens in seven career starts in Las Vegas. I don't have an explanation as to why, but he's a Canadian who went to college in Louisville, Kentucky, plays some of his best golf in the desert. I'm not sure he could answer why that happens to be the case, but there is a pretty large sample size as to Adam Hadwin playing really well in the desert. So I'll play him this week. And then if you want to go off the board, you want a triple-digit guy, a long number. Uh, and and I, if I'm playing a longer number, I want a couple of guys that – have shown they can be world-class players or maybe on their way up a little bit. One name is Eric Van Royen, who's been top 30 in each of his last four worldwide starts. The other one's Webb Simpson. Guys, look, I, I don't know that this is like the old days where guys would be out gambling and drinking until 4 in the morning. They have to tap on the shoulder and remind them that they had a tea time to get to an hour from then. But that said... I don't know. The guy who's in bed at 9 p.m. every night, tucked in with a nice glass of warm milk, not necessarily a, a bad idea for Las Vegas week as opposed to some of the guys who might be out there having a good time. So Webb Simpson is a guy that I don't expect to be spending much time on the strip. I think he's probably just there for the golf, and he's shown it before. He has a really nice record at this event, past winner 10 years ago, and so Webb Simpson is another guy that will take a chance on at a triple-digit number. Jason, you mentioned already the, the playoff last week when we were talking about Ludwig Ober, one of the five golfers that, that made that playoff last week. Luke List ended up winning, which was great for us. He was another guy in that playoff. A third player in that playoff was Ben Griffin. I can't believe I'm going to ask you a question explicitly about, <clears throat> excuse me, about Ben Griffin, but here we are. Uh, kind of blows the lead on the, the final few holes. Bogey, bogey, ends up getting into that player, falling into that playoff, really, and losing. He's in the field this week. I'm just curious, like, as a dynamic, because I look at this and I just go... Like, here's a guy who's never won before, in position to win, like, completely, like, loses it on the last few holes, shows up the next week, and maybe at a course that he's not quite as good at, feels like a full fade. Like, is that a real dynamic, like, when you talk to golfers and they talk about it? If they, like, have that kind of Sunday, are they mentally locked in the next week? Does it depend on the golfer? What about that with somebody like Ben Griffin this week? 
Totally depends on the golfer. Yes. I, look, we just finished our show, the gimme that we do through all the Action Network platforms. And he was a fade for me this week in the uh, player finishing position market on Bet365, which is a sponsor of our show. I had him at 44th or worse. I'm fading Ben Griffin just because of sort of all the, again, physical, mental, emotional energy that goes into leading going into the back nine, blowing the lead, having a chance to win on the final hole, making bogey, getting into a playoff, not winning the playoff. And so now he's going and you don't know how a guy is going to respond. Look, there have been several instances in the past. I go back to, oh boy, Kyle Stanley from, you know, 15 years ago or whatever it was, who made a triple on the last hole at Torrey Pines and the next week came back to win in Phoenix. There are many, many examples of a player blowing it one week, but obviously on their games, obviously in good form, obviously playing well, and they come right back the next week. And if they don't win, they at least come close and continue that form, continue playing well. As for Ben Griffin, he's never been in this situation before where he came really close and didn't win. So we're going to have to watch out for him. He will not be on the card for me. He's more of a fade for me this week, but certainly wouldn't shock me. It would impress me, though, if he goes out and plays good golf at a completely different golf course, by the way, than we saw last week. Jason, about a minute to go here. Um, besides for outright bets, any other bets that you like? And again, we'll forward people for all of Jason's bets and analysis. Check out his column over at the Action Network. But any other bets that you've got, Jason, for our listeners and viewers here other than the uh, the outright market? You know, everyone's going to be talking about Thompson this week. That's Lexi Thompson playing on, a, on the PGA Tour as a sponsor exemption. Uh, look, I'm not going to pile on and say, oh, I think she's going to miss the cut. I think it's a success if she gets – you know, young kids out there watching her and they're influenced and impacted. I think that's better for the game than just handing a sponsor exemption to another player who's trying to uh, make a career out of it. But I will say that I'm playing one Thompson. It's not Lexi Davis Thompson. He's played some really nice golf lately. 16th last week. I'll play him for top tens, top twenties. And I mentioned those two guys at the top. You can find uh, Ludwig Ober in a uh, plus money or even money matchup against Tom Kim, the defending champion. And, Ken, you talked about why won't I take Obear as an outright this week. Uh, you might talk me into it, but I certainly will take him in that matchup against the defending champion. Jason, awesome stuff as always, my man. We really appreciate having you on the show. I'm trying to think of, like, what color that shirt is. And for people listening to this just on audio, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. not salmon. It's a little too light for salmon. It's like a pale pink. It's a nice. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good for your skin complexion too. You look good. Uh, Jason is Whatever on Twitter. Color it Jason, was. So it used to be another color, and I've played golf in it a thousand times. And now it's. Faded oh, okay. to whatever it is now. So. It's like golfers, golf, golfers salmon. Yeah, something like that. It's, a, it's, <laughs> it's golf pink would be the color. Right. At Jason yeah. Sobel, T-A-N, Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio, ActionNetwork.com, and the Action Network app. My friend, we sincerely appreciate it. Great to have you on video and be able to see your handsome face. Good luck with the bets. Enjoy the weekend, and we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks for having me, boys. And by the way, I was kidding. Great to see you. Really, great to see you. <laughs> and I, honestly, I even said, if it wasn't, I know wasn't, I said you like, suck, but you know. Also, like, also, like, he could think we suck and that we're ugly. Also, he was great on our show, so yeah. that was awesome. Hey, we love having for the Jason 13 on. Minutes. So, I so, guess so I you, suck. Know, you can you yeah. can hate us, yeah. and that's totally okay, Jason. Also, you were awesome, so thank you very much. Right. Yes, that's what we care about. Were you good on the show? And he always is. We appreciate Jason Sobel very much. Uh, on the other side, we will wrap up this uh, terrific Football Tuesday edition of You Better You Bet with the games that Ken and I have already bet for Week Six in the NFL. 
the games that we are targeting to bet for Week 6 in the NFL, and then our bets for tonight in Major League Baseball. Game 3, Rangers and the Orioles, as Texas looks to advance to the ALCS.